Each day you wake up, you have the opportunity to make a choice. Don't let that choice be to be a terrible Parker. Please. For the love of all that is good, no. AJ and McCall on VFX, because of course we have Park Narcs that goes every week. And we have two terrible nominees up this week that you can vote on to decide who's the worst Parker in Cash Valley. But obviously we're always collecting submissions, so don't let the decision be, eh, it's early, eh, I don't care, eh, somebody else's problem. Don't do it. No. Don't. Nominee number one this week for Park Narcs. What you doing, bud? It's a truck that, you know, in comparison, not egregious to some of the other things we've seen, but when you have this uh, sticker locally hated on your back windshield and you're taking up two parking spots, you kind of think as opposed to maybe an honest accident, someone who maybe rushed or just a oopsie, they're doing it on purpose. It looks as if they're doing it on purpose, especially because of the sticker in the back window. Because the, the sticker says locally hated. I mean, yes, it looks it looks basically like they're just making not great decisions. I'm not sure how to classify nominee number two. Yeah, I don't know what's going on there. Lines for the Lexus. At least normally when they park, when we have park narc nominees that park in the stripey, whatever, triangles, rectangles, whatever, they're parking the same direction mm-hmm. as everyone else. So you're like... Okay, they just decided that was enough space. But the other thing is, it's called Lines for Lexus. So maybe they thought the lines were the lines. As long as they squeezed some tires in between the striped lines, they were good. But this rhombus and them not jiving whatsoever. No. And what's worse is it looks like there's a parking spot on the other side of the Jeep that is parked correctly. Yeah. Utah's VFX Facebook, our Instagram story, vote for which Park Narc nominee. Is the worst. The worst parking spot in Cache Valley. You see bad parking. Submit it to our social media, Utah's VFX, and you get entered in to win that Aquatech car wash. Park clean, be clean, happens every week. Yep. Now, you may have seen uh, SpaceX been launching rockets, right? Right. Well, they launched some rockets with some astronauts. Mm-hmm. And uh, look, if you have to brace for anything, it's terrifying. Like If you're driving, you think, oh, no, I think I'm going to hit that. That'd be awful. Yeah. Well, if you're driving a rocket, which is going Lord knows how fast. Faster than five miles an hour last I checked. And the uh, ground control says brace for impact because of an unknown object. I think you'd freak out. Slightly. You have no control of it. Plus, what the heck is it? Mm-hmm. Well, early reports were aliens, but uh, maybe not. UFOs are a thing. I don't know if everyone remember that because it was like part of the pandemic and it, but we were obviously focused on it less. But UFOs are a thing. It's been confirmed, right? Yeah, Tom DeLong was the one who confirmed it, basically. AJ and McCall on VFX. So SpaceX launched some crew up to the International Space Station earlier or late last week. And the big news was that there were two incidents that freaked everybody out. The first one is, as you watch the live stream, there's a piece of something that goes by. And then the crew was told, buckle up, put your suits on, put your visors down, get ready, because you may have a collision with some unknown object. (laughs) No. So I saw it all over my feed yesterday. Everyone said, oh, man, they almost hit a UFO, which that I don't know how you exchange insurance on that one. No. Well, it's come out today. No, no, no. False alarm. It was a false alarm. Sure it was. That's what I think, too. Mm-hmm. Sure it was. Because, look, they can't see anything. It's not like you got a windshield and you're like, oh, no, there's uh, let's hit the wipers. There's something on the, the windshield here. It's a smudge. <laughs> but how do you go from... We could have had a collision with something. Nah, false, uh, false alarm. False nah, alarm. Nah, just kidding. 
Like, we know, we know aliens are a thing. Like, I guess if they're right at our doorstep, because obviously the International Space Station's just upstairs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably freak out a little bit, but I'm, I'm my reaction is the exact same as yours. Okay, wh- why are we lying? Right. Why, why are we lying? It's okay. Everybody knows. Everybody knows. We get it. There's, like, space shrapnel or whatever. But also, aliens. Yeah. I think there was just, uh, you know, they were backing out of the, the driveway. SpaceX didn't totally check to see if the pass was clear. That was close. Mm-hmm. That's what I think happened, too. Uh, we'll share the link up on our Twitter, Utah's VFX. It has some of the video footage. You can decide for yourself. I don't know if I think the, the first one is space trash or not. It has it circled to everything. Maybe it is. Man, that came kind of close as they ejected part of the capsule. But, uh, again, I'm with McCall saying, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, it was nothing. It was nothing. Oh, our bad. Sorry. I'm skeptical. I'm skeptical, guys. I think you're lying to us. Mm-hmm. What does it say that McCall and I agree that eventually there's a breaking point with family when it comes to social media and you can block them? McCall's generous enough, though, to unfollow, but she has been blocked multiple times. I don't know. Her reasoning, though, sounds awfully familiar. Oh, boy. It's time. It's time. It's time. Family's gone time. Oh, no. AJ and McCall for the Automation Group debate today on VFX. Look, we've seen it this year. There's been some family and you're like, okay, look, I tolerated it. You got the you got the uh, honorable snooze. Mm-hmm. You keep posting stupid stuff that upsets me. It angers me. It's time. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be associated with you anymore. Unfollow so you still don't see their stuff, which is a, it's a stupid thing that Facebook does, by the way, that you can unfriend someone and still possibly see some of their posts. Right, you have to unfollow them as well. It's ridiculous. Yeah. But unfollow, unfriend, clean free, clean freer. What? What did you just? You said free and clear, clear. clear and what? free and clear is the saying. Clean freer. Buffer, 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 buffer. Oh wow. Do you have family you've unfriended? Yes. Yeah, I think most people do. Well. For the most part, I have like unfollowed people. I haven't really unfriended them. There are only I've been unfriended, but I have let that sink in. McCall has unfollowed people because I'm sure of some valid reasons. Yeah, but McCall has been unfriended. Yeah, you're the worst of all the people you're referencing right now. I, is what I I'm guess hearing. so. I must be. Gosh dang it! <laughs> all of those good things that I stand for, get the heck out. We don't like you. No, I have I have been um, unfriended by a couple of different people, and that's fine. I've unfollowed people, that's for sure. I've gone back in to make sure that we're still friends, and I'm like, oh, okay. Now that I'm thinking about it, hang on. I want to look at something real fast. Sparked a sparked a memory in my brain. I have absolutely unfriended family because the bottom line is like it just to me it's a very silly way of of I think thinking about it. But it's just, you don't need to be around that toxic stuff because obviously you don't need to be on social media. But like. Ultimately, it makes you sad. It makes you upset. It makes you steep to a level of either emotion or getting worked up. It's like, remove it. Just remove it. That's just general, I think, fact of life. If something is generally bothering you, you do what you can to get it out or avoid it. Unfriending, easy way to do it. Mm-hmm. Thermo Fisher scientific poll today, 87% of people said, yeah, I've got unfriended family. So a vast majority of people are like, yeah, family, eh, whatever. Click, gone. I think I got, I think I got banned. I think I got blocked by somebody. Apparently, you are the worst of the worst on the internet. That's what I'm hearing. I know. 87% of people said they've unfriended. Nobody's used the phrase blocked. That has not come up, and McCall's over here like, I've been blocked. 
I'm just looking for one specific somebody that I thought we were friends, but apparently I can't see them. Nope, you've been blocked. What calls the worst of the worst on the internet? Oh no, there they are. We're good. <laughs> Try not to get blocked anymore, McCall. There was a lot of panic in your voice. We all heard it when you were like, I think I've been blocked. Please try to avoid that. Try to whatever your controversial things you were doing and posting, please stop it. Look, I'm not gonna stop what I'm doing because it makes somebody no. No. <laughs> my life, living my life the way I'm living my life, I'm not going to be like, oh yeah. See, I'm I'm not hurting anybody by living my life the way I'm living it right now. So I'm going to continue <laughs> to do it. And if you're unhappy with it, then you could bibbity bobbity bounce. Okay? Ironically, I feel like you're listing all the same reasons that those same people I've unfriended would probably say, be like, whatever, man. Yeah. You don't like, you don't have to read it. You're yeah. right. Click. Yep. <laughs> the other dilemma we found out from her call is that she has a family member who has a minimum, I think, uh, 24 profiles. Correct. <laughs> Correct. Like... And all different names, all different names. It's like, wait, who is this? Wait, auntie? I don't think so. No, I don't think so. What? After like two or three, you just assume they're all spam, right? Because that's what they tell you to do. Yep. How many times you got one of those messages that says my profile's been hacked, hey, blah, 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 blah. Yep. That. And I'm just like, look, I'm not going to engage with any of this because if one of it's hacked, it could all be hacked. Yep. I'm, I'm, I'm good. That's exactly how I feel. And if you send me like... I'll accept a second friend request, like if your Facebook gets hacked or something like that. That's sure. Nice. Then I'll go in and unfriend the, the old you or whatever. If you send me like more than two friend requests, figure your stuff out, bud. I'm not giving you another one. I'm not. I mean, we've got a pending friend request forever with Florida, but we know better. We know. We know. As soon as we do that... You get tagged in some kind of MLM. Hey, mm. uh, we got this time. This time. I mean, this land you can rent land. for two weeks a year for nothing at all. One of the worst things McCall's ever said to me was said this morning. Yeah. Oh, the Florida Nuts stories. They just kind of fell into their own. She didn't even have to try and get them. That's yeah. terrifying. I just opened it up and I was like, oh, so we're doing this today. Okay. Okay. A- <laughs> AJ and McCall for the Integra Financial Services Florida Not on VFX. Three headlines. Headline number one, some guy got busted with a warrant while he was wearing a Pinocchio shirt that said, it wasn't me. I shaggy. I shaggy. Get out. There's story one. Then we got uh, story two. Some guy decided, you know what? I am not getting out of my car for the police, even after it caught on fire. So. That's that's a decision. Then I would I would say power move, but that's definitely not that. Mm-hmm. Definitely not a power move. How, like if your car's smoking, I'm already like mm-hmm. uh, duck and roll, duck and roll, maybe. He revved his engine so much that the officers say it caught on fire. Jeez. So that's a lot. There's okay. story two and story number three. Some guy tried to rob a bank on Saturday, but then he was still standing at the teller window when the cops showed up because the, the teller was like, "Yeah, let me go to the back." <laughs> Gotta go get this cash. Excuse me, sir. Please don't bother me. I can't you see this is a stand-up? Oh, wait. Stick up. That's what I was going for, but you know. Anyway, there you go. Three crazy stories. Good luck. Who would have thought the power of lazy would stop a crime? Mm. <laughs> I'm not saying it's for sure criminal number two, but let's be honest, you can't be that stubborn unless you're told that you're wrong. <laughs>
<laughs> and he was it. He was told his car was on fire, and we know that he was the one that was definitely like, no, it's not. Yeah. You're just in the, you're not stubborn. You're in denial. It's like that one time when anybody says, hey, McCall, do this thing. And I'm like, well, I was going to do it, but now I'm not going to. AJ and McCall for the Integra Financial Services Florida, not on VFX. That being said, it definitely is a level of stubborn to not leave a on-fire car. So can't scale one to ten. How stubborn are you? An eight. Mm, mm. That's pretty high. So you're saying you're pretty close to, you know, no, I'm not getting out of this car. It's not on fire. I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is, my, this is my car. Yeah. I like it warm in here. That's all it is. This is, this all is right. nice. Yeah. This is great. <laughs> Three full stories, please, McCall. Okay, so we got story number one. Some guy with a warrant got arrested on Friday after he got pulled over and the cops found drugs in his car. Well, last month he skipped out on his court appearance. That's why he had a warrant out for his arrest. But when the cops tracked him down on Friday night, he was wearing a shirt with Pinocchio on it. It says, mm. wasn't me. Now, the Pinocchio's nose on the short shirt is supposed to look like it. it's growing when he said that. So it's perfect because, you, you know... Shaggy all up in this. And, you wear a uh, shirt that clearly indicates you're lying. Yeah. Uh, I mean, really, it's pretty sure it's pretty hard to get the cops to trust you when you're wearing that one. I mean, who's to say what Pinocchio did when they went on that weird island? Nobody all knows. I'm saying. Nobody knows. There's story one. Then we got story number two. Some guy refused to get out of his car for the police. Now, this is after a... The, Calling it a bizarre standoff after this guy, I guess it was a domestic dispute. He's the cops say they surrounded his car as the man yelled at them because he drove in the ditch. And then once he got in the ditch, he couldn't get out of the ditch and he kept revving his engine. And then he just kept kept going. And the cops were like, just get out, bud. And he's like, absolutely not. So he I got his, this. Yeah. He caught his car on fire because he was just, I, I don't know. He eventually got out of the car, and he just started walking away because I think he thought that the officers weren't going to get him because he was just like, if I just walk over here, don't worry. It, they de- deployed the canine officer, and he, he got caught. <laughs> this is where I wanted to be. I, I wanted, got it. Yep. My buddy Joe with the chain's going to be here at 15. It's fine. It's fine. There's story two. <laughs> and then we got story number three. Some guy went into the bank and decided, I'm going to rob this place. So he approached the window. He read the teller the prepared note saying that he was robbing the bank and that she was to give him money. So the teller looked at a coworker who then activated the alarm. And the police said both tellers went to the back of the bank, said, oh, yeah, let me just go get some money. Let me go get you the money. OK, so they went back to the back of the bank. They called the police offering a description from the surveillance video. When the police arrived at the bank, this guy was still standing in the exact same spot in front of the teller window, waiting for the tellers to return with money. Um, <laughs> Story two and three, they're both like, yeah, yeah, it's fine. Excuse Please me, I'm, I'm all right, go bud. Away. This is okay. Go away. I have it under control. Yeah. So police say they also <laughs> found the notepad that the guy had wrote, written the robbery note on that was... You know, right next to him. So there you go. Three crazy stories. <laughs> Just imagine the tellers being like, you wanted, you said Canadian quarters? No, America. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm sorry. I'll and be, I want I'll be back. bills. Hang on. I'll be you back. five or tids? Uh, we got 50s. Hold on. Oh. I'm going to see if I can find. Darn it. <laughs> Let's see if I can get you some small bills. What an idiot. Yep. Uh, all right, Kit. I think for sure, like the, there was definitely a dude doing something illegal in story number one, but it's more ironic than anything. I think it's either two or three. And ironically enough, they kind of have the same vibe to them. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it's between two and three. Um, they're both stubborn. <laughs> yeah, fair. Yeah. That's absolutely true. I, I don't know. I'm kind of leaning. Uh, 
Well, I, I, obviously, the guy in story number two did something wrong because they said that the canine patrol he got arrested. But like three, the dude was literally beat by laziness. Like, it, I, look, I've had a theory forever that all those CSI shows and NCI saw that we should be better criminals. Like, I feel like we're getting stupider as a, a criminal society. Like, you should the timer should have gone off in the dude's head, and you should be like, all right, too long, gotta go. <laughs> yeah. I think it was number three. Okay, McCall. It's clearly the dude who's like, hey, wait your turn. Wait, hey, my turn. Story number three. It is. Congratulations, yeah! Ken. Oh. We got you hooked up with an Aquatech car wash. Hang on the line. We'll grab some info from you, okay? Thank you. <laughs> did you ever have to do that, McCall? Oh, oh, what did you want? Change? Oh, sorry. I gave you, uh, so I got you Canadian. I thought you wanted to exchange. Oh, I'm, I thought you I'm said sorry. exchange. My bad. My bad. No, Just thank with your customers. Just take a little extra time. No. Because, you know, people aren't patient. No, it's it's better to not take a little bit of extra time with them because we used to get surveys. And if our surveys came in at a four of out of the a five. Of the sur- yeah. 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 If it came in less than a five, you were done. Donezo. Congratulations to Kent wins Florida not on VFX. I have a story to tell you, and I want you to decide. You know how they say guys were were really stubborn and also sometimes really stupid? Okay. Yesterday, I I feel like I roasted a coworker pretty good, and then he turned right around and got me. Uh oh. And you tell me if it's stubbornness or just guy stupidity. Okay. That is in six minutes on VFX. Stubbornness or guy stupidity? You tell me, McCall. <laughs> AJ McCall on VFX. So for the Integra Financial Services Florida not, we had the ultimate test of stubbornness with a guy who drove into a ditch with his car on fire say, this is cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm fine. Please I, go away, cops. I wanted this to happen. So you tell me. So yesterday, it was it rained like all day. In fact, it started like sleeting or slush, whatever we call it, but it was raining and snowing at the same time. Yeah. So our engineer, Kevin Tron 3000, walks in mm-hmm. in jeans and just a short sleeve polo. So never wanting to miss an opportunity to roast Kevin Tron, I said, hey, buddy, you know, it's kind of raining outside. You're allowed to wear a jacket. It's fine. Or even a sweatshirt. That would provide great warmth in this lousy weather. Without missing a beat, he stops while laughing, turns to me and goes, hey, AJ, when it's 100 degrees in the summer, yeah. you're allowed to not have to wear a sweatshirt. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you, let me tell you a fun little, fun little story. Once upon a time, every time it's a bazillion degrees outside, AJ wears a hoodie and a beanie. Yep. During the winter time, AJ wears a hoodie and a beanie and usually like a pea coat, coat, jacket thing. If it gets real cold. Yep. How many times... Do I walk in with a jacket? I don't know. Yesterday you wore a hat and that was a whole conundrum. So I just feel like accessories for you are kind of hard to conquer. I what? I, I mastered that hat. I look so dang good yeah, in that you're hat. You're right. You're right. I couldn't put my headphones on. That was the only that was the Except only Except she forgot every 10 minutes that she couldn't put her headphones on. Yeah. Yeah. So, but beside the point. <laughs> I wear coats, jackets like never. I wore a jacket yesterday, and that was an anomaly, really. But during the wintertime, I never wear jackets. I think it's a Utah thing. I really do. Like, my grandma used to get after me all the time because she was always like, make sure you wear your coat. Make sure you wear your jacket. Thanks, grandma. I'm not going to. Thanks for the advice, though. Maybe I'll try that later. I'll regret it when I have a cold. 
68255, the number to text. Start your text with VFX. Who do you know that uh, doesn't follow water, water, weather, wearing clothing advice and how? They dress warm when it's warm or dress cold when it's cold. You know, one time me and my friends made a pack. It was going to snow. And it was one of those, like, snows early spring, so it wasn't supposed to. We're like, we're going to wear flip-flops tomorrow. So we wore flip-flops. And then it was, like, 25 degrees out. So and then he had no toes. <laughs> my mom picked me up from from uh, school, and she threatened to call Child Protective Services because I snuck out and wore flip-flops to school. So what's so that going to do? Obviously, it was my my father's fault. And I was like, I kept, I was like it was my decision. Oh, I snuck out and did it. Oh, gosh. I was fine. I still have all eight toes. All eight of them. That's all you need. (laughs) (laughs) Two big toes, pointless. They're dumb. So what you're telling me is is a combination of both stubbornness and guy stupidity. That's what I'm hearing. I mean, I guess. I don't know. I think for the most part, like, I don't wear jackets and stuff when it gets cold or rainy. No, you do. (laughs) AJ says, is the temperature happening today? Cool. Hoodie. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) speaking of guy stupidity memes can come true everybody because one of my all-time favorite memes came true oh no and there was the decision to find the ultimate josh memes are real everybody life is magical again aj mccall on vfx i don't know if everyone has seen it but if not i feel sad for you because now it's come and gone but there's a meme that goes around every once in a while i actually saw it not that long ago and it's a Facebook messenger. And you can see people in the Facebook group. And it's like, Josh, 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 Josh. Mm-hmm. And it says, I'm, assume, I'm assuming you all know why I invited you here. And it's like, oh, because we're all named Josh. And then it says, here's the coordinates one year from today. We battled out to find out who's the ultimate Josh. It happened. For real? It legit happened. A bunch of Joshes got together in uh, Lincoln, Lincoln, Nebraska. Of course it was in Lincoln, Nebraska. And Pool Noodle duked it out to find out who the ultimate Josh is. You know, I feel like Pool Noodle duking it out is something that should make for an awesome music video. So if they didn't get in in coordination or collaboration with somebody to make a music video, missed opportunity. On top of that, you know who the winner was? Who? Josh? Five-year-old. Josh Vinson. As it should Junior. Be. So oh. he got a Burger King crown. He got raised above for all the Josses to chant that he's the ultimate Josh. Okay, that melts my heart, though. I, it's pretty adorable. I'm ah. going to share the link on Twitter, and you can see ah. him being raised above. It's pretty amazing. My favorite is in the news article as well. It's like, one Josh was quoted as saying, it's going to be a nightmare to keep track of everything. Josh. But this is amazing. This gives me hope for the world. I know. Do you think we could have like an ultimate ultimate McCall battle? There's like 12 well, of us. You said you went to school with how many? Three, but they were all younger than me. So obviously I was a trendsetter. Well, you have Thanks, an advantage Mom. then. You're bigger and stronger than they are. May not be as many McCalls as there are Josh's, but yeah, I'd, I'd favor you. How dare you? How dare I what? You're older than them. You're bigger and stronger. That's how that works. <laughs> it's not, but okay. In this case, it's how it works. I'm just older. <laughs> Rude. Do you want him a call battle or not? No. No, I just want to sit down and be sad. <laughs> I am amazed that this happened. I, I'm. We'll share it up on our Twitter, Utah's VFX. But this is this gives me so much hope that so many people showed up. Like the original organizer, Josh Swain, is from Tucson, Arizona, and he showed up in Lincoln. Like that's Why the that's heck? awesome. Why did they establish it in Lincoln? 
It's the weirdest place it's the to middle have of the it. country. And Lincoln stinks. Nebraska sucks. So does Kansas. So does Iowa. So any of those states, nothing was going on. Oh, they just wanted to spice it up a little. Yeah. Okay. But uh, this is amazing. Also, again, four-year-old Joshua Vincent Jr. was Five. held above five-year-old. Excuse me. And they chanted and they raised him up and down. He was the ultimate Josh. McCall's going to cry when she sees that. So sweet. Just in case you needed any more in- incentive. <sighs> Excuse me, I'm crying now. So everybody that had the same name, Josh, on their birth certificate got together, duked it out to find out who the ultimate Josh is. Hopefully they were all intended to be Josh's, but even if it was a mistake, well, it turned out to be pretty cool to be a Josh ultimately. Yeah. Bad news, though, if uh, there is a mistake and you go from Cora to, well, a band that nobody really talks about anymore. <laughs> Happened. AJ McCall at VFX. Look, we may fact check and... and Roast science every once in a while. Keep them in check. It's just how you keep them balanced. Of course. I would like to reiterate, though, I do have a strong belief in science and medicine. That being said, when I hung out with my friend a couple weekends ago, we did spend like an hour and a half talking about, um, let's call them slip-ups in the medical field. Okay. And for uh, one child in Seattle, it's a lifelong slip-up. Okay. A woman in Seattle had a baby. Mm -hmm. She wanted to name her daughter Cora. Okay. How do you spell that? K-O-R-A. Okay, it's all right. It's, <laughs> it's not terrible. I've heard worse. However, someone apparently uh, didn't take it down right. Maybe mom's handwriting is a little sloppy, you know, and all the conundrum after having a kid. Strange. Kid's name's Corn. K-O-R-N. Um, no. Are they going to end up doing like a redaction on it? <laughs> she said she's working on getting a change. You would think... It would not be that difficult, but... Look, (laughs) as somebody who has two birth certificates, I can tell you (laughs) it's not that difficult, okay? I I, I don't know if it's changed since 1994, (laughs) but my name was initially McCall, and then they decided to change it to McCall Taylor. Ah. So I have two. Well, that's cheating. What, that I got born twice or what? Yes, yes, it is. Mm. You were born twice, technically. <laughs> no, Get wrecked. I got no, two. But it, look, look, again, strong belief in medicine and science, but when I was course. hanging out with my friend, I was astonished at how many stories we each had mm-hmm. about slip-ups. Like, So my buddy and his wife uh, are expecting, and I guess I didn't know this, but there's this new test you can go do really early on where you uh, they take some blood and mm-hmm. they can tell you very early on what the sex of the baby's going to be. Yeah. So she went, and I guess uh, their neighbor, who they're friends with, also went. They went to do the thing. They took the blood, all that, blah, 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 blah. And they said the test is supposed to take like a week, mm-hmm. max. Three weeks go by. They've heard nothing. nothing. So they track it all down. Long story short, what happens is her and her friend went at the same time. They got them all mixed up. Oh, no. So the paperwork went with the wrong blood file. And as opposed to doing anything, nothing happened. It the just... blood went bad, and that was the end of it. Mm, nice. Nice. <laughs> like, call someone, maybe nah. say something. We're a little occupied right now. We got other <laughs> things to worry about. Yeah, but you know, as bad as that is, nothing, nothing terrible happened. Unfortunately, some baby in Seattle is now named Corn. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Yeah, it that's, really is. It's terrible. Yeah. That poor kid. Have they tweeted about it yet? Like the band Corn? I don't know. That's a good question. I feel like they, they should. They should have said something by now. Because I think they're pretty vocal. I don't know necessarily. I mean, obviously, they are vocal because they're a band, but as far as like 
Twitter goes. I think they say stuff a lot. They should go on tour. Yeah. <laughs> Just off of this. Corn featuring the baby named Corn. I'm on their Twitter. I do not see anything. Well, obviously they, they hate something. them. Oof, that's terrible. They hate the parents. Oof. So watch out. Watch out, parents. They're going to write a song about you. Speaking of things that are weird and confusing. So depending on who you are, your relationships with, uh, you know, your exes depends on uh, how you get along with them, how the breakup went, all that. Mm-hmm. What happens, though? Usually people freak out and they say, my ex liked my posts. Oh, here we go. Comes a thirsty throwback. What happens when they don't like your posts, but they're still somehow involved in your life? Is it weirder? Yes. I think my ex is up to something. Okay. AJ and McCall on VFX. My personal feeling towards exes going back and liking your posts, say, like on Instagram, is they're trying to weave their way back into your life a little bit. Backslide. However, that's too obvious. That's not what my ex did. And that's what's so weird about it, because my ex liked McCall's post. Yeah. A couple of them. Yeah. It wasn't just one. There were a couple of posts that were liked. And I thought, that's weird, because they don't follow me. Right. I don't follow them. Right. I recognized the name, and I was like, hey, AJ. What? And he said, what? And now we're in this Verbatim. weird we're we're in this weird place. Cuz I think I think it's super sketch vibes. So if I was to logically flush this one out, my guess would be that it was uh no cuz it was multiple posts. I was going to say it was multiple liking, but now nah, it was multiple It posts. was multiple so and it, it was to towards the top. It wasn't like old posts. It was like a couple of more recent within the top three on my Instagram thread. <laughs> my Instagram nine posts. <laughs> okay. I, I don't know. I've got nothing. I'm uh, yeah, not so much weirded out, just more perplexed than anything. Does anybody have like any advice yeah, as to like, what this what, is? What is this? I don't understand. A like a friend's post. And not like, I guess, at a dating way. Because if it if you were a dude, I'd be like, oh, okay. Oh, okay. Whatever. Right. Here we go. Been there, right. done that. Lost right. a friend for eight months over that crap. Right. 68255, the number to text. Start your text with VFX. 435 787 the number to call. I don't think I've ever had this happen before. Mm-mm. Usually when I when when I break up, unless we're doing the backslide thing and that takes some some conversing whole other conversation it's it's bad they don't want any part of my life i don't want any part of their life Mm -hmm. so this this is new for me you're 31 this is something i have not dealt with i have no idea mccall maybe you're gonna make a new best friend i don't think so i know you've been putting that vibe out that you want to keep making you know your girl gang yeah but i don't necessarily think that that's one that i want in my girl gang it's it's, it's it would be an interesting dynamic i'm gonna say absolutely not i'm gonna say absolutely not I don't know. I got nothing for this you. This is a realm I've never been in. This is a realm I've never seen. And Instagram has become a very weird place. Platform. Maybe, maybe your posts were just popping. Maybe just stumbled across her for you page, basically. Well, I mean, that would be cool, but it's not really in the realm of things that I think just she's ex- just into. Just accept that you're Instagram famous. 
That's clearly what we're at here. I mean, I did just hit 525,000 views on this video with a horse, so I guess maybe. Your ex, your ex relationship famous. You're so famous <laughs> that even your ex, the exes of people around you're like, well, I guess I better, or, I guess I better go talk to her. No, I don't want that. The theme thus far this morning has been stubbornness, lying about UFOs, saying your car's not on fire, wearing hoodies even if it's 100 degrees out. And I know a certain someone who has maybe certain health complications that probably should go and do something about it, but her response is... Nope, not doing it. (laughs) Absolutely not. On top of that, how do you determine if you're old, it's the COVID shot, or you're just dying? I don't really know. Not just guys that are stubborn. I know a girl that's stubborn, too. AJ McCall at VFX. No. Don't we, McCall? No. Don't we know someone who, out of a point of pride, has refused to go get her adjustment? No. Yes, we do. Okay. What happened? Well, I ended up having, like, an issue with, um, let's see. How do I keep this vague? Certain health care issue? Yeah. And it's not like a bad healthcare issue, but it's something that like bothers me. And I'm like, I should probably go and get this adjusted. Well, I ended up having an issue with billing and they were like, yeah, it's only this much dollars. But they didn't say it was a copay. They said it was this many dollars for per visit. And I guess that's just on me for not assuming that it was a copay. So anyway, then it was like, hey, so every visit that you've come is like 20 extra dollars which is a lot more dollars. And I went like a couple of times. So then I had to pay a bunch more money. And now I'm like, I'm not going back. And now I'm like, you should probably go back because things, my back is bothering me. Out of a point of pride. Uh, Here's the question for you. Mm -hmm. So all this past year with COVID, you played the game. Is it a flu? Is it allergies? Is it COVID? It's the worst. Right? It's the worst game to play. (laughs) I got a new one for you. This weekend, I played basketball with my brother for the first time in forever, and everything hurts. And then I got my COVID shot yesterday, (laughs) my first one. So the question is, is it the shot? Am I old? Am I sore? Or always the fourth one, am I dying? Mm, I'm going to go with, you're probably just sore. These games are the worst. Yeah, I hate it. By the way, so fun fact, you should get the shot. It's your choice, but you should do it. Your choice. But when you do the first one, because I got the first one, because there's two, right? Mm. So you have to sit for like 15 minutes afterwards to make sure you don't have an allergic reaction. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that people with needles are generally uncaring, but I got to watch a bunch of people get their COVID shot after I did mine. And it's like, squeeze the shoulder muscle to make sure you got it together Done. and just wham in out. You want a bandaid? No, cool. Sit down 15 minutes. See ya. <laughs> there's, there's masters at it. I just... It just astonished me. And done. Bam, bam, bam. I'm just saying, if someone wanted to set a Guinness Book of World Records, I think I might have saw it yesterday. Somebody knows somebody I can call. I think I saw it. It's pretty impressive. McCall, I think uh, out of your point of pride, letting your back hurt because you don't want to deal with stupid billing, I respect that. Thanks. You're welcome. I appreciate that. <laughs> but <laughs> stubborn, getting old, maybe a little bit of both. McCall cannot eat, apparently, what is now the sharpest food on the planet. It makes me so sad. I'm heartbroken about it. It's my favorite. I didn't consider them dangerous. I got to be honest, but you better watch out and make sure your kids aren't eating them either. So sad. Because who knows what kind of damage these sandwiches could do. We're not talking about Snickers with (laughs) pokies in them, okay? This is not Halloween. Sandwiches. (laughs) Ruined my life. 
One of the defining moments of my childhood is my dad telling me I won't be able to eat spicy food for the rest of my life because I'll get old. Paraphrasing, but that's what he said. And I said, nay. AJ and McCall for the Automatrix Group debated eight on VFX. Was he right? I guess technically, but I'm still going to eat it. <laughs> Just maybe in you know moderation and with sure. Tums nearby. Yeah. That being said, getting older, it's inevitable. Your body's going to change and what it can process. Some things are going to be good. Some things that were good are going to be bad. But you have got to watch out for the most dangerous food in existence because it inflicts bodily harm on the McCall Taylor. Maybe this is because I'm crazy. Maybe I'm built different, if you will. I don't think so. I can't eat. I'm so sad. I can't eat grilled sandwiches. I love grilled sandwiches. Like, they are my jam. Club sandwiches have always been my favorite. But for some reason, club sandwiches, BLTs, toasted sandwiches, cut up the roof of my mouth like it's nobody's business. And then it's like uncomfortable for the next like couple of days and I just hate everything. And then I just get, stop laughing at me. I just get so upset over it. I can't eat toasted sandwiches. And I had one on Sunday and I needed to get some ranch so that I could dip it in there because it was just so toasty. I don't know if it was like jagged sandwiches, two day old bread, but it was a jagged sandwich. She chopped up the roof of my mouth. Watch out. She's got a sharp object. What is it? It's a grilled cheese. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, so the roof of my mouth is like recovering as we speak. There's a condolences. I'm so upset. I decided I can't eat grilled sandwiches anymore. Oh my gosh. I love grilled sandwiches. <laughs> I'm so sad. 4357870945. What can't you eat anymore? 68255. The number text. Start your text with VFX. <laughs> But the good news is, the good news is most, most (gasps) toasted sandwiches usually go with stuff like grilled cheese goes with soup. Yeah. And I guess you could smother grilled cheese and ranch. That was interesting. I'm not, I'm not smothering. It was, it was a club sandwich. I put a club sandwich in ranch. So McCall, McCall needs those soggy toasted sandwiches because they're a hazard to her health. She's making me really sad. I don't like this. Okay. Well, let's ask Kent. Okay. Can't, McCall can't eat toasted sandwiches. Is that her getting old, or is this in its category all by itself? I I don't know. I think that's probably a, its own thing. Dang it. Means you're weird, McCall. I don't I... think your gums get more sensitive as you get older, do they? No, I don't think so. Like, they've all just always cut my mouth up, and now I'm just at a point Those where I'm sharp like... sharp sandwiches. Is it worth it? I don't now know. Now you can say no. I know. No. It's really, it's really rough. I'm really sad about it. Can't, is there anything that you uh, don't eat anymore because of whatever bothers your stomach or it's changed, something like that? Um, I can't stand the smell of corn nuts. Ooh. When people eat corn nuts to, like, eat the room, I can't stand the smell. It's fair. I never got the concept, but yeah, right. I mean, my dad was right about spicy food. Uh, if I have too much milk, that my stomach's like, Hey, we don't like that. You think I'd listen to my body I'm like, nah, we're still having it. I'm really sad. I I hope we haven't gone out to lunch forever because you know saving money or whatever. We used to go out all the time as mm-hmm. a morning show. I hope we do go out again and you get a toasted sandwich. Like oh, McCall, I will take the bullet for you on this one. As your work wife, 
I will eat this sandwich for you. Did anybody have like on McCall's emotional bingo that she was going to cry over toasted sandwiches? Because you can cross that one off. I'm so sad. 68255, the number to text. Start your text with VFX because this isn't just it for McCall. It's not just that she's harmed by those dangerous toasted sandwiches. (laughs) That's just the start of her food problems. Yeah. We're definitely going to play a game at some point. We're going to get into it a little bit in about 10 minutes called What Hasn't Been Ruined for McCall? Because not only are sandwiches sharp and dangerous, COVID has ruined all sense of flavor. I can't have peanut butter. Mystery flavor is fun when you're participating in it, but when it's literally everything in your life, I'd imagine it gets pretty exhausting. It does. Automatrix Group debated eight with AJ and McCall at VFX. It's not just those dangerous sharp sandwiches. By the way, we did pull out our emergency preparedness spider. We don't have anything for McCall crying over not being able to eat toasted sandwiches. <laughs> Dang it! So that is a new element that needs to be added. Well, good luck with that one. That would be bad enough because those sharp sandwiches cut up your mouth. McCall's play a guessing game anytime she eats anything. It's the worst. I can't have Reese's. I'm so sad about it still. Like, I'm very upset about it. Everyone's devastated. I got COVID, I don't know when, sometime in the past X amount of time. And ever since then, I cannot eat Reese's because they taste like an acidy metal thing. It's disgusting. I'm very upset about it. Turns out chocolate is one of the highest offenders when it comes to, what do they call it, parasomia or something. I'm probably making this up. It's a real thing. There's like chocolate and eggs and coffee. And there was something else that are very common offenders, quote unquote. I discovered last night as I was drinking vanilla Coke, which I don't get very often, but I went to, I went to go get a dinner and decided, eh, why not? I decided last night vanilla Coke tastes like what peanut butter used to taste like for me. And it was the weirdest trip I've ever been on. And peanut butter right now tastes like... Like metally acid dirt. It's gross. It's disgusting. Ruins my life because I love peanut butter. <laughs> but apparently now I'm just going to love vanilla Coke because that's what that tasted like was peanut butter. And I, we went to Cafe Rio and I know exactly what I get there every single time. Right. Very consistent with it. I don't know what was different. I don't know if it's the way they made it, but I'm assuming by the fact that my vanilla Coke tastes like peanut butter, it's on me. But it tasted different. Like, guacamole tasted different. I was upset about it. I told Dustin, I was like, this all tastes weird. And Dustin was like, you're weird. And I was like, I know. I don't know what's going on. And I'm, I'm very, I don't like it. I just, I'm very sad. I'm very upset. And it's weird because it's like this roulette game. Let's go buy something and taste it. Does this taste normal? No, it doesn't. This is going on the list of things you won't eat anymore. Pew, 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 pew. You win nothing. (laughs) 68255, the number to text. Start your text with VFX. If you had anything change in terms of the way it tastes since the pandemic has started? Because McCall never really... Had symptoms, but apparently he's had COVID twice. I don't know. But you're suffering from one of the most devastating things is now you've got to learn how to everything taste again. Man. I don't like this. Like, I finally got into a groove. Am I not going to like mushrooms anymore? Because I liked mushrooms. I finally got into that groove. Let's say probably. 
What am I going to do? What am I going to do? I started liking to cook. I can't like to cook anymore. Maybe you should try things that you didn't like before because now maybe they'll taste better. I don't think I can trick my brain into being like, yo, we like mustard now. I think my brain will be like, no. You could still try it. Maybe it'll taste good now. (laughs) That's how you turn this negative into a possibly positive. I don't want to like mustard. There's no helping. <laughs> She's upset that her favorite things got ruined. She could possibly find new favorite things. She said, no, s- screw that. I don't want any part I want, of that. I want my old mustard favorite sucks. things. sucks. It'll always suck. I want my old favorite things back. I want to be able to like Reese's again. I can't wait till we play the game. What does it taste like for McCall? <sighs> we just get you a bunch of stuff and I'm see gonna, what really has changed. I bet those nasty sodas over there that we've had in the corner for I don't even know how long. A while. They probably taste great they now. They probably do. Like cream soda. Oh. Or like vanilla Coke used to. No. <laughs> I, dude, I don't know. It's weird. What if red cream soda's been ruined for you forever? Why did you bring that up? To try and get you to try mustard to see if old hatreds are new favorites. No. I can't. <laughs> also, no, we don't have anything in the McCall emergency preparedness binder for this either. <laughs> I don't think you're allowed in the kitchen anymore. How dare you? Sharp sandwiches, flavors that completely change, and you agree that it's okay to be terrified of one of your appliances. Yeah. I'm not going for the trifecta of making McCall cry three times in a row, but she's the one that admitted she's afraid of one of the appliances she's spoken very highly of in her kitchen. Yep. AJ and McCall on VFX, you have spoken so highly of this Appliance, you got producer butters to buy this appliance, and now you're like, well, it's, it's a bomb waiting to go off in your house. It's just slightly terrifying. So we've had conversations about how helpful and handy my Instant Pot has been. Fall off the bone chicken in 30 minutes Fall or less. Fall off the bone chicken in 30 minutes or less. Okay? <laughs> I'm nervous it's just going to, like, one day explode and go through my ceiling. Just one day. I was having a conversation with somebody just a couple of days ago about how helpful my Instant Pot has been. And they said, I'm still scared of mine. And I feel that because after I very first used my Instant Pot, I made spaghetti. And it tasted like mm, canned spaghetti mixed with maybe dog food. Right? Awful. That's a great image. It's terrible. And then I put my Instant Pot away. Never to be seen for three months. And I finally decided to look it up and figure out how to actually use my Instant Pot. And then it was okay. Once you get over that little learning curve, it's it's a very little learning curve. This is how you treat your friends and family. Something you're terrified will explode. You say, yo, it's great. It's great. You got to get one. It's great. What's no, next? You smoker after everybody got one of those? Like, yeah, it just spontaneously combusts sometimes, but it's great. It's great. No, I wasn't, I wasn't nervous. I was... We've we all know what happens in that one TV show with Jack, okay? Yeah, and Instant Pot destroys everything. And Instant Pot destroys everything. We know that that could potentially happen, but now that we know, <laughs> it can't be taken by surprise. So if it happens one day, then it's like, well, yeah, tracks, right? Can I just say? This is us, or this is the end, or whatever it is. This is us. This is the end is a terrible movie. It sucked. I hated uh, it. Get out of here, Joe Rogan. To have your house completely Seth burned Rogan. down. <laughs> Joe Rogan, Seth, they're the same person. Dave Franco, all of those guys. <laughs> to have your house burned down by a crockpot is the most suburban thing ever. Dude, I know. I got this great pulled pork recipe. You just set it on low. Eight hours later, oh, it's fall apart pork. It's delicious. 
Would I have your house burned out a crock pot? Really? Like a candle yeah. would have been better to me than yeah, a crock I know. pot. I know. Yeah, I accidentally left a candle burning. Also, I heeded that warning not at all. Ashley no. and I plenty of times will set something in a crock pot and be both at work all day. Yeah. So me I too. guess heads up to my neighbors. I don't know if I owe them that or not. Mm, nah. But we, we leave the crock pot running during the day all the time. You feed yourself. Yeah. It's all that matters. Yeah, it's amazing. Set it and forget it. It's awesome. Right. Fall off the moan chicken in I guess 20 I, hours. Now I kind of understand your Instant Pot thing because that's just the risk you take. If it's it going to burn down the house, well, it's the risk I took. Yep. It's the risk I took for convenience of cooking something while I wasn't there. Yep. I totally get it now. All yep. right. I take back everything I said. McCall's right. Thanks. Sometimes you take a little danger in with the appliances just because it's more convenient most of the time. Look, your oven can burn down your house. Yeah, but I'm not going to leave the un- oven running while I'm gone. Well, I know, but I'm just saying, even if you were there... I could, could burn down my house, but I... Well, that's not true. I wouldn't leave myself unsupervised either. Right. Exactly. This is, there's, a, there's a risk. There's a risk in everything. Risk and reward. You got to figure out what the scenario is, okay? If you wear confident clothes, though, maybe, just maybe, your Instant Pot will respect you. The problem Perhaps is, not. when McCall defined what, quote-unquote, gave her confidence in clothing yesterday, I was just like this. What? Huh? What? If there's one thing I know about girls, it's once they become hat people, the hats just never stop expanding. They just get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. Like yesterday, AJ McCall at VFX, McCall couldn't put her headphones on because of her hat. Eventually, she won't be able to walk in the door. Don't challenge me. I'm not challenging you. I'm telling you it's going to happen. No. That's what I know about hat people. <sighs> Specifically girls. Look. Probably. See? This is the coolest hat, though. So I put this hat on. Bam. Different person. I swear. I I entered some alter ego that, like, she can take over the world. The world. All because of a hat. Watch me. I will. I I like how every time McCall responds, like I said, nah, even though I said exactly this. I'm not speaking to you. I'm speaking in general. You're kind of speaking to me. Speaking to the... The, the so negative. Hats, hats are now part of your confident clothes. Hats are now part of my confident clothes. I got some really cool um, pants. They're white pants. White pants. White pants. White pants. Big hat. Big hat. Big hat. Confident clothes. Boom. I got a really cool like flowy shirt with a really cool like bralette thing underneath. Bam. Another confident pair of clothes. I wore a really neat shirt yesterday. Bam. Other confident clothes. I got him for a steal too. <laughs> that just makes it even better. Ah. I'm getting my hair done today. Bam. Confidence. Like my confidence will be peaking at the end of today. Tomorrow, we're going to have a whole new human. <laughs> I think McCall's going to get in a fight. I feel like that's what I'm hearing. Who am I going to fight? I have no idea, but Anybody? I feel like the way you keep describing it, you are going to get into a physical altercation. No, I look too good for that. Not I, right now, but like... I really think someone's going to say something stupid because people inevitably say stupid things. Right. And for clarification, for everyone out there, it's not going to be me or... It might be Producer Butters. I'll be honest. It might be him. <laughs> it's definitely not going to be me. <laughs> I read that situation at least that well enough. Might be Producer Butters. Somebody's going to say something stupid and then McCall's just going to haul back and bam! I'm not going to get in a physical altercation. That goes on my permanent record. Not if they deserved it. Well, I mean, if they hit me first. Look, we've never had the conversation. We can come back to this another point since they're rebooting the show. I don't know what our level of Dexter trust is at each other. But unless I felt like you just hauled off and hit someone who absolutely didn't deserve it, I'd be like, I saw the whole thing. He provoked her.
I absolutely would go at least that thank far. You, thank you, but I'm I'm not going to I'm not going to hit anybody. Although I could go skydiving with the amount of confidence that I have in this hat. That threw me for a loop too. She said yesterday in this hat I feel like I could go skydiving. I won't go skydiving in that hat because it, then I'll miss all my hat will fall off of my head for some and reason then, when then, I'm going a bazillion miles an hour. So of course I was like skydiving really and then she said what did you say? Something else, and I was like, why is all of your quote-unquote confidence things like things that are putting you in physical harm? Can, was it run through traffic? Yes, I think it was that like is I was going to bob and weave through traffic. Wait, who says that? The hat I makes her so confident that she will skydive and or run through traffic. Unstoppable. Skydive into traffic. No, that's too dangerous. What? That's too many things. Th- those are not sayings. They too- will not be sayings. <laughs> I will not allow them to be sayings. I tell you right now, man, alternate ego comes out when I put that hat on. I I found that hat and I was like, yeah, this is a neat hat. And I put it on and I was like, oh, she a new woman. So now I need four of them. The hat needs to be destroyed. <gasps> How dare you? I need four more. For the betterment of this this company, for myself, for everyone hey, around hey, us. Hey, it sounds hey, like the hat needs our to be owner, our owner told me yesterday, you look like a very well put together and professional young lady. Okay. And I didn't have my hair or makeup done yep. and I was wearing a hat. That's what I was going to say. He was obviously lying. The hat needs How to be destroyed. It makes people you? lie. He told me that I looked good. The hat makes people lie. It compels them to fib. <gasps> Are you telling me that I didn't look good? Are you going to tell me to my face that I didn't look good yesterday? I looked like a hot mess. Is that what you're saying? That's what you said. I'm just agreeing with you. So if you want to get mad at this, you want to get mad at anybody, get mad at the source of the comment. How dare you? I looked like I could take over the entire planet yesterday. I'm going to wear that outfit again tomorrow. The hat must be destroyed. How dare you? Must be destroyed. It's a straw. No. Must be destroyed. No, it's not a straw hat either. (laughs) By the way. It gonna be when I run it through a shredder. Mean. (laughs) The rudest thing you've ever said to me. Can't believe you. Rude. My ex liked McCall's post mm-hmm. on Instagram. Yep. We are trying to figure out if that's like super weird or because it's so unusual, it somehow is not weird. AJ and McCall at VFX. You are not going to believe this, or at least I don't think you will. On our uh, poll of the day, the Thermo Fisher poll of the day, it's on our Instagram, AJ and McCall. 50-50. Really? And it just got to 50-50. I looked at it just a second ago. It was 53-47 that it was fine. Whoa. That's weird to me. Yeah. So that's this is the thing. Here's the breakdown of it. Very, very short, brief breakdown. AJ's ex does not follow me, nor do I follow her. And she went in no. and found me. Yes. And started liking random pictures. Yes. I don't, I just don't understand anything to anybody. No, I just don't understand. It doesn't make any sense. I can't believe that. I thought this was going to be overwhelming majority. People are like not super sketch. I did too. Because we know it's not accidental as well because it wasn't one post. No. It wasn't old post. There were three newer posts. What? Thermo Fisher poll today, 50-50 right now. You know what? AJ and McCall on Instagram. It never lies either. The Thermo Fisher poll of the day. Ever. Apparently it's fine. It's fine. Weird. I don't think so. I kind of agree. And by kind of, I mean I 100% am in that camp as well. I'm getting super sketch vibes. Huh. Well, I guess now we just got to pay attention to see if you're going to get followed or liked anymore. And then uh, we come back with new evidence. Yep. Weird. 
<laughs> what McCall and I have already been trash talking. We're both confident that our post that we've already found is the best post and will be the one that wins VFX's Facebook roulette. I hate to break it to you. Mine is hilarious. AJ McCall at VFX, AJ Knight, McCall Taylor Finest across social media. What is yours? Well, I I happen to land on my friend who shared this, Jake. Jake shared this this video from it's actually a TikTok compilation of a guy who he sees the five minute craft videos. Right. Which we all know garbage. Hoax of garbage. So stupid. Just get straight in the trash. Yeah. I they need to be stopped. They need to be stopped yesterday. Absolutely. And he um shows the simpler way for their life hacks, like peeling a banana. Like they use a knife and they chop the banana peel off and he looks and he done. Uh, Peels it and then holds it out and presents it. He doesn't say anything. I like it. It's hilarious. Uh, I landed my friend Patrick. So real quick, uh, the bo- it's two-page comic. The bottom one is Jeremy from Top Gear, uh-huh. so just so you know. So the headline says, Florida man stops street fight by running over everyone. Oh, my. And then it cuts to Jeremy inside a car and it says, sometimes my genius is almost frightening. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Hashtag Florida or not. Hashtag Florida or not. Literally always. You can win. Woo! The agent I, the McCall Taylor, finest across all social media. Uh, Utah's VFX vote for Park Narcs. It's going to be pinned to the top of our Facebook page for which parking spot is the most annoying. See if you can make any sense of it. The guy that seems to be parking on purpose to be uh, on purpose or the person who looks royally confused and just thinks lines are where you park. And then AJ and McCall, A-J-A-N-D-M-C-C-A-L-L, uh, our poll of days up on Instagram. Right now, 50-50 split. My ex liking McCall's post, 50-50 split between Super Sketch and It's Totally Fine. Mm-hmm. It's weird to me. We have a very understanding audience. I think that's the only conclusion we can come to at this point. I mean, I'm grateful. Are very benefit of the doubt. I'm grateful for the grace that the audience gives. It's true. But also... Super sketch vibes. <laughs> if you miss any, any of the podcast, the debate today, any of that, that's AJ Shift Seven McCall for the ampersand. Mm-hmm. Uh, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, anywhere podcasts are, and of course, find everything you need to know at utahsvfx.com. Until tomorrow for the AJ McCall Show. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. And thanks for listening. VFX.